Hey you, this is part two of my conversation with Oba Gang. Do check out part one in the episode right below. If you have, well then the conversation continues right here. Enjoy. You know what you also mentioned, like as you were sharing a bit earlier oh. on, that sometimes you can't blame somebody else and you can't say because so and so wasn't present. Like I think I, I got super triggered again because you know it reminds you of like how layered childhood trauma is. Because as much as I shared that being bullied was my 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 one thing, right? Another layer to it for me, like um, which which like informs this very toxic um trauma response that I learned is a trauma response recently is my independence my 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 constant need to be independent sure you know like I even wanted to ask you I even wanted to ask you like when do you know like when your childhood traumas have been triggered and for me like I noticed that for me it, it among the many layers of childhood trauma I know that mine has been triggered or how it manifests deeply is through my constant need to be like independent to do things myself like to accomplish that by myself to say that yes i was there for me and i think for me that for me to me it, it speaks to just to tie into why i'm bringing this up in the first place it ties into people's absence sure you sure. know people's rejection you know i think that now from a from a young age you know maybe like sometimes one parent was not present or that was that that person was not present now it manifests to me now tiamo being big and wanting to be super independent wanting to do everything by themselves because mang mang did not show up sure you, you know, which the, which is <laughs> right which for i think for me like it's it's, it's annoying i think which I, I think maybe like we, we, we can speak to like a different like um it's not a different issue but i think it's still tied into this like for me that whole thing of independence, like now it really, really informs my attachment style. Like my constant need to be independent yeah. informs my attachment style. I even jokingly call it my detachment style to sure. me because I'm they're so detached and dismissive. Yeah. Like for example, when I or by getting like in relationships and such, like I I I don't fight, I don't stay, sure. I don't address, I just walk away fast. <laughs> like sometimes I do things yeah. and I hard I hardly feel guilty sometimes I do things and sometimes I do apologize but little sure. guilt you know so that's why I call mine like a detachment style and it it really manifests from childhood trauma sure you tiamo um <laughs> Yeah, um, sure. I'm just taking a moment to process and to think about what you're saying because, um, do you, th- do you think your like childhood traumas like have impacted your attachment style? One hundred percent. I think there's a lot of things that you know because, um, that are happening in my mind, and I'm trying to, like sift on but i think the one that is really really prominent right now is you know the fact that so uh, my dad is very strict mm-hmm. um he you know, like he's a i don't know how to explain it but he's a kind of person who maybe you'll do something wrong and then you will have to like apologize profusely and prove the fact that you know like you're sorry you, you're sorry yeah you know 
and I realized that even now, like I'm a very, I'm, I'm very apologetic. You know, I, if I could, and I, I really beat myself down when I can't show up for people or I have to disappoint or you know, I moments because I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I, I do mm. have me that is people pleasing. You know, like in in the sense that I never want to disappoint people. Um, I'm not a naysayer, you know, even to my disadvantage. Like it's a, I would rather like, you know, be exhausted and burnt out than say no and disappoint the people that I love. Like, you know, it's like to the point where I used to, you know, you know, I'm I'm that friend who's like, you know, I'll always be there. And realistically speaking, that is. Impossible. That is impossible. And I think, especially this year, you know, having started work um, and moved provinces, you know, it's, I've just really felt this burden to try and, you know, maintain all my friendships. And I mean, I'm, I'm quite a social person, so I know a lot of people. Yeah, you, know? you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think just, just even that, and I do, I, I mean, um, this has taken the conversation in a different direction, but I think it's very important to mention you know, because it's still, it's, it's part of, of inner Baki that I need to, to, to tend to, you know, but and I do recognize that that sense of, you know, always, you know, always be the, the good child, always, be, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. those eyes stems from, you know, a, a very broken and fractured, you know, younger me, you know, that is, that constantly feels like, yo, I can't disappoint, I can't do anything wrong. And if I do, I need to do everything in my power to sort of show how sorry I am and how, like, you know, I'll never do it again. Um, I, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I get you. Sure. Hey, you know, what are you speaking about? Yeah. Can I go ahead and say it really? But you know, this is how it goes, you know. Um, I, you know, you know, you speak about disappointment, like, you know, it, it reminds me of one thing, like a, a resolution that I made in my life, you know. It's a very oh. harsh resolution, yeah? but oh. I, I, I told a couple of people, you know, that listen, I, I'm getting rid of the best friend title. Yes, yes. You know, I'm like, I don't want to label anybody my best friend. And mm. I don't want anybody to label me their best friend. Oh, and sure. my explicit reason for this was that I want room to disappoint. Sure, sure. You, you, yeah. you know, when you're your best friend and when you, there's little room for you to support when you're somebody's best friend. You know, you, yeah. you, 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 you. So I was afraid of just having that, that impact of just like disappointing, you know, because I know myself, I am a, I'm going to disappoint. You know, and I think I need yeah. <laughs> I need freedom to disappoint to not to know that like um my disappointment won't like really ruin our friendship that much because you know it's easier for me to be your friend and disappoint me, yeah. and then now it's a, it's a much more difficult and more damaging fall when I'm your best friend on that high pedestal and then I disappoint. You know, it sure. it fractures the relationship so much. So, so I think that really makes me like really. I think I just probably realized now that that could be a trauma response, also. Mm. Would you think that's a trauma response? Uh, I think it's it's a not not necessarily a trauma response, but a a, a defense mechanism. 
because I think mm. yes, in as much as you know, you not wanting to to disappoint, but it's also just like I don't know. It's sort of a shielding mechanism to say, "Give me room to disappoint," because I'll always disappoint. You know, whereas if it's yeah, I think the and you you actually I I take my words back. It is it is a trauma response because if you you wouldn't feel the need to make that announcement because I feel like it, it's even, you know, because I think if there wasn't any like sense of, oh my gosh, like I have this, you know, huge sense of response. Yeah. And I don't, like I shouldn't, I should never be in the position where I disappoint other people. You wouldn't feel the need to make that disclaimer. So I think it's, it is a trauma response in that you're, you're feeling the need to, to disclaim the fact that listen, <laughs> um, let's not be best friends and let let me give me room, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which I feel like as as humans, that should be a natural way of of, of operating, you know, of, of saying that, you know, I and I think even just this um notion of 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 like wanting to be there all the time, or even because I know yeah. people didn't nat- like necessarily have those expectations of me because I don't know they were like you know I I communicated that I would be the one to say listen like whatever you need whatever time I'll be there I will be there you know but I think it it is that um savior mentality that I had in this you know can't like 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 do 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 and always be in people's good books and you know do whatever it is which can be quite destructive it, to ourselves. Can be. It's destructive. It is, mm. you know, um, and and which is why I I think I'm a bit, um, like on the fence about whether or not choosing to to make the disclaimer about you know um being given the freedom to to make mistakes and not to always be there is a trauma response because I think I I'm both seeing it in the in the eye of this is me taking back the power and giving setting that boundary and giving myself more freedom to be able to yeah not feel like you know i am i am you know our friend i'm putting my friend our friendship on the line you know but at the same time it's it's also that i I don't know if if i can actually um if i'm actually allowed to do that so yeah Uh, yeah you, you know, I think, you know, you know, me and you, we, we can talk for a very long time. <laughs> without, without noticing that time is going by, we can, we can, we can talk for a very long yeah. time. So I think there's still so much to unpack from what we've been sharing. I think it would need like multiple episodes on its own. I'm even tempted to turn this into a two-part <laughs> podcast, you know, oh, but I, I think, think just to, just to, just to bring like everything to like a conclusion and ending this episode to a conclusion like i want to know like how do you think your healed child looks like your healed inner child looks like so or like or rather how do you think you yourself as 24 year old oh my game will act will act like behave or engage with the world around you when you have like tended to your inner child sure i think um the healed well both the healed inner and present me shows up as the the confident this i think i think shows up as as the confident you know 
this is me world and she's carefree she's she's daring um and she holds space space for people and she allows people to hold space for her right because that mm-hmm. that that is really really true at the core of like like that is that is who i am you know i i love people um and i and i yes you do ability to to draw people in you know, i love people and people love me and and i think a healed and completely pure and you know true sense of me is is exactly that kind of person who is really daring in in wanting to connect with people and in wanting to you know get in people's heads you know oh one thing i didn't mention mm-hmm. is that i studied psychology so um i really get pure joy from just you know connecting to people so yes, i think yes. that person who who connects without fear without reservation without you know that sense of mm-hmm. out you know obviously yes still like you know wise and and discerning but but not afraid to show up and not afraid to 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 really yeah i think for lack of a better word not afraid to show up i think that that is healed um and whole yeah and you know baki both at 6 and both at at 24 um yeah <laughs> mm, i love that i love that you know sure and i think if i think about that question for myself i think mm-hmm. after just establishing now that most that there are there are layers to this whole um inner child trauma thing i think for one bit when we, we in regards to like my 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 um by trauma response of wanting to constantly be like um independent and such you know i hope my ear my inner child just knows that like i i'm i'm worthy of like having like true support you know yeah. of having partnership i am worthy you know i'm 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 worthy of like just letting people enter come in do i'm worthy of receiving absolutely you know i don't have to bargain for it I don't have to mm. beg for it like I and I can be I, you know and I'm, I I I hope the heal child like allows allows somebody you know allows people around them to say you know what you can just chill I got this yeah. I can deliver this for you I can do that for you you know and trust that and mm. I hope my inner like my healed child is a bit more attached and less detached so sure, sure. you know Sure. You know because yeah, you know because sometimes even though I have a tendency to like to 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 roll my eyes when people tell other people that you are my world, you are my everything. I I roll my eyes honestly. <laughs> because then I think about like no, I complete me. I am my world. Sure. I mean it's good to have that kind of confidence or that kind of like um relationship with yourself but to an extent it's i think it's good to an extent it's it's not healthy when you like want to shut people out now for community and that's that's a conversation for another day yes definitely and when i think in in regards to like my like um the child who's been bullied i don't know man i hope i don't know man. i hope he can just chill you know i think uh, he can just relax it doesn't have to be like overtly confident or He doesn't have to attack people or like a uh, fight all the time. I hope he can just I just like just just be just be. 
Sure. And I think it's, it's important to recognize that you, it's not going to happen like straight after this conversation, right? Like it's yeah. a continuous process, you know, of, of constantly visiting those moments, you know? And I think every time you revisit it, you will, you will see, you will see different elements of it and how it, it makes you feel and how it manifests your manifests itself in, you know, your present life. So I think that's a very important, um, you know, message to carry the fact that, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the journey and in the, you know, us really tending, it's, it's a process. It's really a process. Um, and I think one, I hope that we will, you know, every single day of our lives continue to embark on, you know, um, yeah. Okay. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me on this episode. It's a pleasure. I, I mean, Which is definitely going to be a two-part episode. I, I guarantee you that's going to be a two-part episode. I'll find, I'll find some time for us on my calendar. Yes, it's going to be chopped up and I'm going to divide into two because I feel there's so much to, to, to tackle from what you've shared, right? Absolutely. So yeah, thank you. And to you our listener at home thank you so much for tuning in mm. i think our whole work as a collective is, is is to visit your inner child like revisit revisit those moments you know yeah. i hope you i hope people at home enjoyed this podcast you know i hope your day bring wherever you are wherever you listen to this podcast episode i hope your day brings you love i hope your day brings you validation affirmation you got this we got this i hope you're able to connect with your inner child Bring back that little girl in you. Take back your power. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast episode. (laughs) Do reach out to us on our respective social media platforms. We love to chat. I love you for listening. And until next episode, it's more from me. And it's more for my big sister bugs. Bye.